0: about vaccinations with someone who basically wanted to know why I, as a priest, got vaccinated. I mean, didn't I have enough faith that God would save me? I was taken aback. I was taken aback by this enormous gap between how I see saving us. God gave us the amazing gift of our brains, which has led to the amazing field of medicine, discoveries in medicine. God's given us the gift of people who are called to medical research, called to serve in the medical field, called to use their intellects in epidemiology. I mean, did we all know what that word meant two years ago? gifts in immunology. And when I think of all these this gifts of brains and callings and decades and decades of medical science and how they've converged to develop vaccines that are effective within just one year, I'm in awe. And especially in awe because medically, COVID-19 is a cousin of the common. And we have yet to have a vaccine for the common cold, and that is not due to a shortage of research. So I see God's hand in this. This vaccine is keeping so many of us out of hospitals, keeping so many of us from death. This is the fruit of God's gifts, the fruit of human labor, the fruit of people using God's give, their God-given gifts of brains Curiosity and inspiration in the service of others, in the service of humanity, in the service of all of us. So, who am I to say no to those gifts and demand that God give me the gift of, or that God lead me to rejecting those gifts? This person's question put into relief how our different perspectives. Where God is active in the world it puts in perspective how much that is what Jesus was asking his disciples when he said, Who do you say that I am? It's a question for all of us. Who do we say Jesus is? I mean, virtually all of us here are right, with, right there with Peter. And you could pretty confidently say, You are the Messiah. But many of us have very different ideas of what the Messiah means for us in everyday life. Peter got that Jesus Holds Jesus and says, No, you're wrong. To which Jesus said, Uh uh, you're wrong. The way you're thinking of me is limited. You're thinking of me in ways that are limited. sometimes wanted to think of Jesus as God on demand. Our prayer is like a remote control where we can go go up to the TV or our device and say, oh, come Lord Jesus, come. Come to this channel. Come when I turn on my, my TV. Come Lord Jesus, and I'm going to pick and choose what menu I'm going to choose from, and I'm going to pick and choose what show to watch of what you've revealed today. I've been there. remember way back praying for healing in my relationships with my family. Wanting God to just operate there because I really didn't want God to go to that place in my heart that was struggling with addiction. Healing my family, oh, that's okay to ask for. Yeah, I want that. But I don't want the show about me. The painful show I didn't want to face then. Another favorite of mine back was, Jesus is the great chill pill, Wanting healing, wanting to escape from pain and suffering if I could only just pray harder, meditate better. I want to be with Jesus on the top of the mountain, finding peace. I want to go straight to the ah, that mystical, meditative ah. And those are the only stories when we're in that that we see in Scripture. And there's also Jesus' unicorns and rainbows. We're just going to ignore the bad stuff. We're going to look at those pretty rainbows, and the rainbows could be real. There are healing stories that are astounding in Scripture. Here's the big one. We want Jesus, in a sense, to be the Wizard of Oz, to be the great magician, waving a wand to fix the horrors of the world. And I say it's a big one because I have wished that this week. in our county and in the U.S., we have over 660,000 people who've died. I pulled out my calculator. That's 227 9-11s. hard to wrap our heads around. It's hard to wrap our heads around 9-11 when the buildings come down. And we're not seeing the buildings come down. These are deaths happening all around us. Deaths people don't want to talk about. We're a nation in pain. We're a world in pain. And we're in a world in grief. So these desires for God to be magical, God to take us away, that really is sourced in our pain and in our suffering. say the pain and suffering and evil of the world won't rule, but that way is not the way you expect. It's not the way that is easy for us to deal with. I mean, this gospel reading today is one of the toughest to really take in, that Jesus is asking us to follow him in a different way of love, and a way of love that walks into the suffering. Doesn't deny the suffering. Jesus is asking us to surrender. To surrender to His way and the hard things that His way asks us. He's asking us to surrender to the way of love. And that surrender is a choice we have, to choose love. love, choose love in the biggest picture of divine love, how the divine world works, and don't choose worldly fear. It doesn't mean it'll feel good, but it is the choice, the really hard choice that's before us as Christians. A friend this week emailed me. two activities, love and fear. There are only two motives, two procedures, two frameworks, two results. Our cross we're taking up not only the pain of the world but that love that comes from God that di- that divine acceptance from God and we're taking on and engaging with one another in the love of the world and loving one self as an offering to God. Can we give ourselves